My name's Angelo, and welcome to We Want Picks. This is the only channel dedicated to UFC fight picks and DraftKing lineups run by MMA insiders and professional fighters. Every week, I join Dan Kramer and Nick Newell, two longtime professional fighters that have fought at the highest levels on the planet, as well as Jacob Lines, a skinny kid from Indiana. So join us every single week for our full fight card breakdowns, our individual fight card breakdowns, our betting guide, and our DraftKing lineups. If you haven't seen one of our betting breakdowns before, what we do is we walk you through our bets for the fights this week. And we talk about our bets, how we're spending our money, and we're not telling you what to do. We're telling you what we did. When we talk about our bets, we talk about them in units. So a unit for me may be $10. For you, it may be $100. But regardless of what your unit is, you can follow along and just do the math accordingly to make sure you're betting in the, in the right increments or at least get an idea of how much money we are willing to risk on some of these bets. So I'm going to walk you through my UFC bets. And then I also have a sneaky little Ben Askren bet in the bottom here. Unreal. The, the rest of the guys are going to scoff at. So, no communication. Didn't tell us. Well, tell you what. It's going to be a fun fight, and I put money on it. But for money line bets, so this is just a straight-up win, nothing crazy. I'm going with Chase Sherman at minus 105. I've gone back and forth on this one a lot. So Andre Orlovsky, who he's fighting, is a true vet. He's the former UFC champion. He was riding a wild win streak until he just lost a few months ago. The tricky part, though, is that Andre is taking this fight on one week's notice. He's 40-something years old. And Chase Sherman was preparing for Parker Porter. Parker Porter is my friend. He's a friend of the channel. He's a friend of the show, and we know him personally. And Parker Porter, while not the former UFC heavyweight champion, does have a similar fighting style where he's very mobile and throws a lot of strikes. So I think Chase Sherman is prepared. He is, you know, sort of in that mindset of I'm fighting a mobile striker. And I don't think the Andre Lofke switch will, will mess with him that much. And Andre's taking a short notice. So I am taking him at minus 105. It's essentially even money. Then I'm going with Juan Espino. So Juan Espino is a, you know, one of the best wrestlers to come out of his country. He's fighting a guy who's one of the best wrestlers to come out of his country. So wrestling wise, they're pretty evenly matched. The one thing or the two things that I think Juan is better at is striking and his jujitsu. He has a jujitsu black belt. So I think Juan has more ways to win, more tools in his bag. And I do think his wrestling styles and credential are a little bit better. So I think he wins and I'll take that at plus money. And then I'm going with Alex Munoz at plus one in 29. So Nick Newell, who's normally on this show, but he's not in it today because he is in fight camp training for a fight that we can't announce yet. He shared a cage with Alex Munoz. He spent five or three rounds with him, 15 minutes with him. And they almost went got him it. too. Almost got him. He had that tricky submission. And Jacob, that is the one thing that makes me nervous. So Alex Munoz is a phenomenal wrestler. He's a head wrestling coach at Team Alpha Male, which is one of the, the better camps with wrestling as a base. But he is fighting a very tricky jujitsu guy. Nick on our show has a jujitsu black belt, almost caught Alex Munoz in a guillotine. And that does make me nervous in, in this fight because he is fighting a long, lanky jujitsu guy. But Nick walked us through that and watched the individual breakdown video to sort of get some more insight. But Nick talked about it, talked about the pressure that Alex had on top, 
talked about sort of the elbow that hit him right in the face and just sort of eliminated some of those, you know, submission attempts from that power. And I just think that's exactly what Alex Munoz is going to do here. I think he's going to take his opponent down, elbow him in the mouth, not get caught in a submission and, and win me some decent money. And honestly, I may throw a full extra unit on this because I'm very confident in the Alex Munoz pick. Uh, And then I have a few prop bets. I typically use prop bets for when I'm confident in a specific outcome or when I don't see a different outcome happening, or if a favorite is too heavy and I try to, you know, sort of offset it. In this case, I took Chase Sherman wins inside the distance. Honestly, if he wins the fight, which I think he will, it is only going to be my knockout. He is not going to out decision Andre Olofsky. Andre Olofsky either holds him against the cage for a decision or one of them gets knocked out. So I don't see Chase Sherman winning a decision. So I'm taking Chase Sherman for wins inside the distance at plus 225. Then we just broke down Espino Romanov. And I'm going with over one and a half rounds. And the reason I'm doing that is they're two phenomenal grapplers. And I don't think either one of them are going to stop the other guy. And if they do stop him, it's not going to be in the first round. So I think Espino will win the fight, but I think he'll win a solid decision, maybe a late stoppage if he ends up on top. So I'm going with over one and a half rounds and I'm, and I'm okay with minus money on that. And then I'm going with Kelvin Gastelum at plus five and a half points. What does that mean? Oh, great question, Jacob. If you haven't seen these breakdowns before, what, what that means is if this goes to a judge's decision, you have three judges, you total up all three of their points for each fighter, and then Kelvin Gastelum will get an extra five and a half points. So the way that math works out is Kelvin Gastelum has to win two rounds on two judges' scorecards, and he will win this fight. Even if he loses a decision, but he takes two of the rounds on two of the judges' scorecards, he wins this bet. So that's a solid bet. I I watched. You guys are. I that don't was know. great. That was great. I mean, that was Thank great. I got so it now. Much. I got Thank it now. You so much. Thank great. you. You know, it, it took a lot of work to really articulate that. Well, so I appreciate that. No, you that was great. That was great. That was great. In man. spite was, of your antics. That was, that was incredible. This was take three on that one. Oh my Lord. Anyway. That was the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, and what's with this Ben Askren? Darn you. I'm not done with the Kelvin thing. Put yourself oh, sorry. together. So I think Kelvin, if you watch the, the it's a tough fight, man. It, it's a close fight. I think Robert Whitaker wins. Kelvin can win. And if Kelvin wins by knockout, wins an actual decision, we win this bet. All this five and a half points does is sort of give you a little buffer in a decision if it goes the other way. Anyway, I, I, if you watch Kelvin versus Israel Adesanya, that was an absolute war, an absolute war. And I watched that fight again. And I just was, I, I really felt good about it thinking, wow, Kelvin Gaslam at the end of the day is willing to go out there. And if he's in the mood, will absolutely bang and make it a war. And he has all the tools. He's very inconsistent, which is concerning, but given his last performance, I think he'll go out. I think he'll make it a good fight. And I think this bet will hit because two rounds on two judges scorecards is not that crazy when you're as good of a wrestler and you're as tough as Kelvin is. And then not in the UFC, but also on Saturday night, I am taking Ben Askren to win by decision at plus 350. 
So Ben Askren, if you don't know somehow, is boxing a YouTube superstar uh, tomorrow night or tonight, depending when you're watching this. And at the end of the day, neither one of them is going to get knocked out. Ben Askren has a head like a freaking cement truck. He doesn't hit hard enough to knock anybody out, but he is tough. He will move forward. He's been in more fights by tenfold his opponent. And I think his volume, his forward pressure, and just the fact that at the end of the day, he is a combat sport athlete, regardless of his dad bod, I think he can win a decision. And I'll take that at plus 350 because those are pretty solid odds. So you guys are rolling your eyes and making ridiculous gestures. Dan is wearing headgear like he's trying to land a plane. So why don't you go ahead and land us into some money with there was your a, bets? There was a, th- th- he's muted. I mean, he's muted right now. Of course he's muted. What an absolute joke. What a <laughs> joke. You complete buffoon. All right. So Jacob and I actually only bet on UFC fights uh, like we all planned and coordinated uh, for the show. But uh, now that we know you can bet on whatever you want and just do whatever you want, like Angelo does, Jacob and I will be betting on water polo next week. Jacob is going to be arm wrestling his neighbor. Um, She's tough. Take the neighbor. She's definitely tough. But we're, you know, we'll get the odds out to everybody. We'll, you know, we're picking. (laughs) I'll be the probably the best plus 800 you've ever bet on in your life. <laughs> so anyways, only UFC bets, but here's what I got. So Jeremy Stevens minus 130. Uh, I got a unit on him. I think he's just the more versatile striker. I think he's got uh, a bigger arsenal um, to attack with kicks, punches, body shots. Um, they both have good chins, but I think uh, Drakkar closes defense is a little bit lacking. So I think Stevens will win this fight. So minus 130, I got a unit there. Then I got a bunch of prop bets. So I didn't love all the money lines on this card. There are a lot of uh, tough fights to bet, but I did pick a few spots where I did like the odds on props. So um, Sherman Arlovsky does not go the distance. I got that at even money, basically, for half a unit. So Arlovsky coming in on a week notice. Sherman basically comes forward, chin in the air, throws power shots. Uh, I could just see this fight ending one way or the other. Hopefully it's Arlovsky catching Sherman with a, with his chin up. Um, but I, I just I don't see this fight going the distance unless Arlovsky does the veteran move and really controls the tempo of the fight and controls the the distance. So I could see that happening, but for, for even money for it to end within three rounds, I put a half a unit there. And then I did a similar bet where it doesn't start the third at even better odds plus plus one sixty. So again, banking on that first round Sherman coming out aggressive and Arlovsky knowing he's on a, a short camp and also being aggressive as well, trying to finish it in the first. Then we got Stevens and close does not go the distance. So, we broke it down a million different ways in our earlier videos, but we think this fight's going to be an absolute war. Um, I think Stevens will be the one that lands the knockout shot, but they both have knockout power. They both hit. They both don't mind getting hit. Um, I would just say that close has a little bit less defense. So I'm betting on this fight, not going the distance. So to get plus odds on that, um, I thought that was definitely worth half a unit and a pretty good bet. Um, Next one is a little bit of a kind of value play. Not sure if it's going to happen, but at plus 220, I like it. Um, It's going to come down to whether Godinez shows up in the same form that she was her last fight. 
I was super impressed the way she looked uh, in her last fight. Her boxing was on point. She hit hard. She had good takedown defense. Um, and, and Penne is coming off of a almost four-year layoff. So who knows what she's going to look like. But if Godinez comes out boxing the way she did her last fight, um, she almost finished her opponent a couple times in that fight early on. So uh, wouldn't be surprised if this fight uh, ends within the distance Plus 220. I thought that was pretty good odds. So I got a half a unit there. Next up, I got Dakota Bush at plus three and a half points, even money. So he's a good wrestler. From what I've seen on his uh, social media, he's been asking to get thrown in for last minute replacements. So you got to think he's in shape. And his opponent has struggled with wrestlers. So those three things, I don't know if he's going to win the fight, but with plus three and a half points, all he needs to do is win one round on the judges scorecard. So at even money for him to win one round as a wrestler, I like those odds. Uh, I got a half a unit there. I might up that to be honest, um, if those odds stay the same. Um, then I got Kelvin Gastelum, similar bet, plus five and a half points uh, at minus 105. Angelo explained it earlier, so I won't run through it again. Perfectly. But basically, I mean, perfectly explained. Yeah, I mean, he just, he knew those numbers so well that it only took him five different takes to explain it. Um, <laughs> now, all, all kidding aside, it is a little tricky. I, I think it comes down to he's got to win uh, two rounds on two judges' scorecards um, to win the fight. So, you know, with these five-round whereas fights. The, whereas the three-and-a-half is just one round on all the judges. Right, yeah. So three-round fights, it means a lot more. But with five-round fights, some if they're close, like we think this could be back-and-forth war, sometimes those scores are all over the place. So uh, break out your calculators. But him getting five-and-a-half points, me thinking that it could be a close fight and probably will go five rounds, and Gastelum has the upside for a knockout, um, I will take the extra five-and-a-half points at minus 105 for a half half a unit. Um, and then the last one I got is pretty crazy odds, but I mean, I, I like it, you know, it's, it's, it's a long shot, but not that long shot, that much of a long shot where it should be 10 to one odds. So Andre Arlovsky wins first round by knockout. Um, I think his opponent Sherman hits hard, but also doesn't mind getting hit. And Arlovsky is a very good striker experience and coming in on short notice, you got to figure he's like, Hey, if I can get him out of here in the first round, that's going to be probably the best way to do it. I don't want to be, you know, in the second and third on one week notice. So uh, to get that at 10 to one odds, I, I thought that was a, a great value. So I got quarter of a unit there. Um, all in all, a lot of props, not a lot of money line bets this week, but um, pretty good odds. I think, I think I'm almost plus money on just about everything. So other than the gas loan, uh, plus five and a half. Yeah, so. and that's basically even my, my favorite bet of yours that I'm honestly, as soon as we're done filming here, I'm going to go place it is the Sherman of Lossky does not start the third. So when I walk through my bets, I have Sherman money line because I think he can pull that off. And then I have Sherman inside the distance, but Sherman Arlovsky does not start the third, protects me against an Arlovsky knockout and it'll triple down on a Sherman knockout. So I, uh, I, I like that quite a bit because it's those odds are so interesting to me because the odds makers have said, we don't think this is going to do the distance, but then they've said not starting the third round. Oh, it'll definitely start the third round. Here's some good money. That doesn't seem logical to me. I mean, 
if it doesn't go the distance, that knockout's going to be in the first or the second. It's not going to be in the third. Yeah, probably. I mean, the only factor that they probably have going is that one guy's taking it on one week's notice. So guys who are that good and have that much experience, but are on short notice, they probably are competitive until the later round. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the bet at plus plus one sixty, yeah. but uh, the, you know, the more conservative way to go is, is even money on doesn't go the distance. So um, my favorite one, I think, honestly, if Dakota Bush comes in in shape to get three and a half points, like, He's yeah, got to steal. I mean, in shape, Dakota Bush could win that fight. And I think definitely wins a round. Um, the only problem to this bet would be if he's not in that greater shape, he could gas yeah, later a, rounds and could get finished. That would spoil it all. But that I mean, is a good bet because Dakota Bush is a very good wrestler. His opponent has struggled with wrestlers in the past. I think his opponent will win the fight, but we talked about it. You only with this plus three and a half point handicap, whatever you want to call it. He only has to win one round and it is very possible. He wins the first round with takedowns. Very possible. So that's a good bet too. That's even money though, but that's a good bet. So Jacob, why don't you go ahead and walk us through basically your three bets? Woo. Yeah, there's no even money bets here, boys. This is the real <laughs> deal. The people's oh my bets. Lord. We won. We won big last week. I mean, you guys haven't even given me any credit yet. I won, I think it was 15 and a half units last week. Uh, legit. I mean, those are actual winners. I won a five fight parlay. I did. Uh, I hit Dern uh, huge. So uh, we're, we're rolling right into. We're not trying to double our money here. Okay, we're trying to. We're trying to ten times our money, twenty times our money in one week, and it all starts off with the lock of the week. And I've never been so confident in a lock of the week in my entire life. Never in my life. And it shows right here, guys. Burchek's going to win. He's going to win by sub. I was so confident. I put a half unit on each round. Remember, my units could be $1,000. I mean, these could be, you know, $500 bets. You know, it's a possibility, you know. So I'm very confident in my lock of the week. I put my money where my mouth is. Someone even said, you know, in the comments, like, oh, I'd like to see his bet slip. There's the bet slip. I, I'll you know, text me. I'll show you the actual bet slip. I'll show you all the money I'm about to win. Too. Wait, where's the bet slip? You just said yeah, there's the a PowerPoint. No, I mean this is. I mean it's a PowerPoint, but I can't show them. <laughs> I'll take a. I'll take a picture of me with my stack of money next week, and that'll be my. That'll be my proof there. The next bet I'm going to is Tracy Cortez. Now Tracy Cortez fights a lot of decisions, but she's a good enough fighter, and that she. I feel like she's just due for a finish. She's fighting Kish who I don't think is very good and is prone uh, to get knocked out. She comes back chin high. I think Cortez could, uh, to, can push the pressure or even use her wrestling in TKO her. So I think, I think she's in a great position to get the finish. So again, uh, corner units here uh, with some crazy, crazy odds for her to get a TKO or KO uh, in any of the first three rounds. Then I went with Stevens close. Um, you guys saw the, the face-offs. You saw how aggressive these guys are going to get. They already fight aggressive. Now, you know, Stevens is pushing them on the stage. Now they're even more pissed off. So I got does not go the distance for a plus 110 on that. Uh, I think that's one of the safest bets on the card. Um, and then I kind of went the same route you guys went with the Chase Sherman fight, except I went a little bit more specific. You guys have, I think everyone agrees that it's going to be an inside the distance fight. Uh, so I took Chase Sherman because I think he's going to win the fight anyway. So inside, I think he's going to win, get the inside the distance. At a plus 240, I put a full unit on that. Uh, and then Luis Pena. So Angelo kind of questioned this as well. He said, you know, if you think Luis Pena is going to win, why wouldn't you just take the submission win, which would be better odds. I think the submission was maybe like a plus 400. 
I honestly think there's opportunities for Pena to win on his feet. If he stuffs a takedown, he's so long and uses distance. He loves throwing knees on an entry. There's just weird things that could happen that I didn't want to get too. I, a lot of the bets are, you know, very, very aggressive. I didn't want to get too specific on this one. So I just said, you know what? There's a chance that he could win on the feet. So let me just, let me just take it all inside the distance. Cause I think if he's going to win, he's not going to win a decision against Munoz because he's probably gonna get taken down and lose rounds. So I think if Pena is going to win, it's definitely gonna be inside the distance. And I think he can win either way. The next one, I had to do another five fight parlay last week. We won a five fight parlay this one. I think I structured it a little bit the same. I think last week I had, uh, two favorites, three underdogs. This one I have three favorites, two underdogs, I believe. And I put a full unit on it, uh, plus nine to 75. So it's Alasan, uh, Cortez, Godinez. Those are the three favorites. I think those are the three, in my mind, locks of the card. Um, there's not a lot of big, that's why I didn't do a lot of money line bets. There's not a lot of favorites I really feel good about. I think those three now are, are my favorite that I feel good about. And then I went with Sherman, I had the inside the distance on him. I just think he's a better, I think. Orlowski is at that time where he just is going down in his career and Sherman's going to be a little bit too fast for him. And then I have Espino. I think he finds a way to pull out that fight. There's a chance he just gets mauled the entire time, but I think he's tricky enough and crafty enough uh, to find a win in that. So those are my two underdogs. That's a plus 90, uh, 975 for the one unit bet. Um, yeah, I'm ready for this Anthony Burchek to send me on a private jet to Vegas, baby. Here we go. Yeah, I mean... I don't hate all of them. You just, you really do have all your eggs in a basket. I mean, good for you for you sticking by your lock of the week and, and anybody questioning if Jacob has faith in his lock of the week should absolutely watch our final DraftKings breakdown video. He showed his true, just his true belief in his lock of the week. No, my wallet shows my true belief, Angelo. This is a PowerPoint presentation. You still haven't showed that guy your bet slip though. (laughs) That was. I'll show the money afterwards. Here's my bad slip. No, that's a PowerPoint that Angelo made with just uh, (laughs) things we wrote in there. So anyway, I do. This is slander. um, You, I have this same bet. The Sherman wins inside the distance. You got better odds. You must have hit it earlier in the week. I did it today. These were those bets I did. I placed like on Monday night. I think. Yeah. Because I think I got better odds on Dan on the does not go the distance just by a little bit. I think I got plus one ten. He got one hundred five. I think so. Yeah, I placed these early in the week. And if you're, if you know, if you guys are seasoned, you know, gamblers, you know what's interesting though? So you get plus 240 for Sherman to win inside the distance. But like you said, Angelo, for fight does not start the third, either guy winning is plus 160. I don't know. I mean, it just with that bet that you're talking about, the odds were plus 100 or something like that. And you guys no, got to remember no, no, too, within Dan. the distance is plus 100, but doesn't start yes. the third is plus guys, 160. But you guys got to remember too, that these are not my bets. These are the people's bets. I make wow. the bets for the people. So got yeah. it. Okay. I was like, All you right, didn't well, place that... these bets. That's the whole premise of this, Jacob, but Oh, oh I see where you were going. Oh, well, you might be either way there. Let us know in the comments what you like, what you don't like, what your bets are. This is one of the trickier cards we've had to do, if we're being honest. Um, but I think there's some some act like legit winners and some gold mines in these picks. So let us know what you think, what bets you're taking. I'm probably going to be placing bets till about the fight start tomorrow. So I'll definitely scoop. You going to place that bird check? Comments. You going to place that bird check bet? Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I, I Dan? will probably Dan? no, definitely not. Yeah, no, I, I, I if do you win like... the lock of the week this week, oh my god, I can't wait for this recap moment here. See you I on mean, Sunday, yeah. boys. See you you'll, on you'll, Sunday. You'll definitely get some praise if you uh, 
If yeah, you if we add any bets, we'll post them in the comments. Uh, and then if we lose them, Angela will delete it afterwards. Yeah, see? So easy that is. But anyway, let us know in the comments what you think, what bets you like. I'm definitely, I didn't do it, Dan, but I'm definitely going to go smash that Dakota Bush at plus three and a half points. Smash I it, do baby. love that with his wrestling offense. I think he'll take the first round. So let me know what you're going to do. Smash that bet and smash a sub, right? Okay. And join Jacob's live stream for more just hilarious antics like that on he Saturday. He just night fell off the chair. The he laughed at his, but he made a joke about you eating a sandwich and he fell off the chair. Jacob with the obvious fat joke falling out of his chair <laughs> laughing. Make sure you watch his live stream and let him know how insane his bets are. And we will see you Saturday night.